Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres. I am the host of this show and a certified human design reader. Welcome to the show. Super excited to be able to get on here today and just talk about like things that have been going on, like everything happening in just just in the communities, in the world with other sister friends, with people who I know. It's just good to get on here and sometimes have these conversations, even though sometimes I don't always know exactly where they're going to go. It ends up being usually something pretty helpful and informative, at least I think so. So I'm really excited to just get on here and talk about what's been on for me, what's been going on. And really, I mean, we are at least where I live coming, we are coming out of this deep wintering, right? I mean, granted, I'm saying we're still in February, but it it, it was pretty, it's been a pretty dark winter where I live, not a lot of sun, but the weather in terms of temperature has not been bad at all. So I'm grateful for that and honoring the wheel of the year as well. We just got done wrapping in bulk, which was really nice. I think that was around February 1st and really honoring that time in the energy of goddess Bridget and all of the beauty that she brings to our altars, right? Like as we are sort of feeling into this energy. So I love the wheel of the year. I've really been getting into it more and more and more because it really helps me to understand what is happening um, on a level with mother earth and myself and all of the energies around me, because of course we are these energies. We are human beings having this energetic experience where energy energy beings essentially having this human experience and when you connect to the wheel of the year you're honoring the energies that are all around you as well so it's been really beautiful to um, I purchased a wheel of the year calendar and I've been studying in on all the different seasons and creating sister circle around that and really getting into these energies and absolutely loving in bulk and everything that it stands for which is just this honoring of the fact that 
every single day here in the northern hemisphere, the sun is setting at a later time. You know, I think it's like a minute every day, which is really helpful to know that. I know that sounds like whatever, but hell, when you are in like a very dark winter time and it feels like there's no sun around or no energy around, it feels a little depressing. It's kind of good to know these little facts that, you know, like the farmers use, for example, that the sun is setting later and later every day after Yule, actually, after the winter solstice. And that's the darkest night of the year. And that's at the end of December. But I was just talking about in bulk, which is the next turn of the wheel, Sabbath. And that is February 1st around that time. And so that just passed. And so still honoring the fact that, you know, light is coming, honoring goddess Bridget, who's like really known for this time period. And it's really just this beautiful time to be aware that we are soon going to be entering into Ostara and the spring equinox, which is going to be um, between like in toward the end of March. So like somewhere between like March 20th and March 23rd, I think. And so, you know, honoring just this time and understanding that, you know, even though some of us can look outside and see like 10 feet of snow, we know that deep down in the earth, the seeds are germinating and they are moving about and the animals are scurrying down there. And it's kind of the earth's reawakening time is what in bulk is all about. So I love that idea of the stirring beneath the snow, right? Kind of giving us hope for what's to come and really honoring the fact that this early spring energy and inviting it in. And so I love this. I've really been feeling into, uh, like I mentioned, the wheel of the year and with Imbolc just passing, you know, it's a great time right now to, yes, honor the fact that the earth is reawakening, but also asking yourself, what is reawakening within you? What is reawakening within you. So what has been reawakening for you? What's been coming up for you? What has been just kind of germinating within you? Maybe some seeds that have been moving about and kind of waiting to what seeds are you planting, right? And really, how have you been honoring this time that we've been in? Um, if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, you know that we have been in this deep rest. And so it's, uh, it's good to honor the fact that we have that and to honor when it is time to rest and when it's time to go. And also what flames will you continue to tend, right? Because when we think of in bulk, we think of goddess Bridget, who is the keeper of the flame. Uh, and historically, she's known for that. So it's like, what flame are you tending? And how have you been tending that flame? And these are great questions to just sit in this energy and say like, okay, we're in the at least in the northern hemisphere, um, we are in this sort of reawakening time honoring the fact that the earth is reawakening and what exactly has been reawakening within me and really starting to feel into that what energies have been kind of stirring about within you during this turn of the wheel I can tell you what's been turning for me and sort of reawakening for me is this energy of just rolling with the flow of creation it's like a huge lesson for people who are manifesting or in the spirit the world of spiritual business or anything like that there is this energy 
energy about just kind of going with the flow of creation. And, you know, if you are in initiating, right, if you're a manifester, especially initiating on the urges and the things that are downloading, or if you're a projector, like diving into what fascinates you and bringing that into sharing authentically with people around you what it is that's lighting you up right now, really getting those wheels going. You know, as a manifesting generator, I've learned to not only respond because that's what generators are here to do. And we know that manifesting generators have the aura of a generator, but I've also recognized and began honoring the time of me initiating because I do have that manifestor side to my aura or to my energy, I should say. My aura is the aura of a generator as a manifesting generator, but I do honor the fact that I am here to initiate. And I think a lot of MGs do forget about that. So it is good to initiate on the excitements that hit that sacral or the downloads that are coming in. So it's really a beautiful time to just allow yourself to go with the flow with these creative energies and implement. The only time I notice that people start to feel stuck and icky in these energies is when they are not allowing themselves to execute on the fact that they are experiencing these downloads and they're wanting things to come through and they're wanting to put things into fruition. The only time I see people who are like, and I've been there, that was basically all of 2023 for me, where it was like, I couldn't actually, I wasn't initiating. And so I wasn't actually seeing anything come through. But 2023 was that energy for a lot of people where there wasn't, it was a seven year in numerology. And so there wasn't a ton of, there was a lot of reflection happening, a lot of like, almost shadowy kind of energy where you're like in this deep reflection of your life and like what you're doing. And of course, this year being the year of the wood dragon, we are also in the year eight in numerology. So that's the year of abundance. So there's this very fruitful energy to this year that is pretty exciting. And I invite you to allow yourself to go with the flow of your creations. Like if you have something downloaded, something germinating, something real, awakening within you, I invite you to do it to go after it to make that call to respond if you're a generator or MG to to your excitement of whatever it is that's um, coming to your awareness or into your realm. It's really about just doing it, you know, like allowing yourself to respond to the things around you and um, really just allow yourself to create in this very sort of juicy energy, I want to say it's already pretty juicy. And it's only February. Um, so I'm excited for this year. Uh, no matter what, I'm excited for what's to come. I've learned to tame my expectations on things and my expectations on the universe. And instead, I go with the flow, I put things out there. And I go with the flow, I don't have this big expectation on anything. I just go with the flow of the energies. And in that way, I am finding so much more just deep gratitude, excitement, just synchronicities, just energy all around me that's coming in from all these different directions, which is beautiful. But I've totally drop that energy of 
expectation, which was a huge, like, fucking boner killer last year. It was just, like, total expectation on everything. And that's really what I think stumped me personally and what I noticed a lot of people dealing with, too. Because they were sort of wondering, like, where is it? What is it? All of 2023. And then they were kind of realizing, like, oh, shit. Like, I have so much expectation on everything I thought was going to happen. And now I'm sort of stuck in this, like, energy of expectation or let's say a drop of expectation, like underwhelm is a good word to use there. So it's it's a great time to really create that energetic space for new things to come into your life as we're sort of stepping into 2024. So I really, really love the topic for today, which is just about honoring who you are. And so this really came up two weeks ago, almost two weeks ago, when I actually had a visit from my beautiful mother, who I love very much, and she stopped by just randomly for something, and we got to talking, right, just like random, randomly, okay, guys, super random, about this other family member of mine who has been working through a lot of mental health stuff, and so we've been really like my mom is very, very religious and she is a praying woman. And so, you know, she's been <clears throat> praying and like with her sister groups and stuff like that. And I've been doing my thing. Um, and kind of, you know, just, I'm more low key though, about like what the realm in which I live in terms of, um, you know, my like witchy vibes or my like priestess or shaman energy, medicine woman, whatever. I more resonate with priestess, but I'm more quiet about that. And so there, there was an interesting thing that happened that I want to bring to this platform because I feel like this story could help people um, because it helped me a lot. And when I recognized how much it helped me, I was like, okay, I have to talk about this because if you are somebody who isn't fully in the energy of who you know you are, this can be so healing for you and so exponential in your life to allow yourself to be exactly who you are in front of everyone. And okay, I'll break this down a little bit, which is the fact that my mom has always known from the time I was a child that I've had gifts where I see spirits. Um, I used to tell her about all the spirits that I see and I used to lucid dream and tell her about all of the lucid dreams I have and stuff. But my mom is a praying woman. She's, I respect her religion is Pentecostal Christian, and that's totally fine. And I, but I've never felt comfortable like telling her about like my life or, you know, my sort of rituals or the fact that I follow the wheel of the year or, you know, just any of it. I don't, my crystals, my sage, my spirituality, I really never really would too much talk about it with her other than meditation and some real basic stuff with spirituality because I didn't just didn't want to even go there. It was like, I don't want to have to deal with any weird energy conversations about I just live my life. She lives hers. It's great. Um, and, and, it's, and it's wonderful. We have a great relationship. So this is just so random how she stopped by, you know, we're just we're having this like very surface level conversation that led into talking about this family member with this mental health and my mom talking about how she's praying for this person and all this stuff. And me all of a sudden just being like, and you all, I didn't plan it. There's a ton of women in who listen to this who are witches and priestesses and shaman medicine women. I just want you all to know I did not plan this. Okay, this conversation 
just unfold the way that it did. I started realizing that I was talking to her. I don't know if it was just because we were in my house, and which is really rare. Usually I'm in her house and she she's not usually at my house. So it was like a rare occasion, first and foremost, that she was in my house. But I don't know if it was just because she was in my house, but I just started talking to her like she was one of my like witchy friends. I was like, oh... Like I started telling her about how I actually had gone in and done a healing on a family member um, who was struggling with this mental health illness. And I was describing to my mom, like the entire experience, you know, how I like set an altar for this person. And I call it my angelic realm and my guides. And I called in, you know, the Elohim and everybody. And I set space and I'm like, okay, like, I, I, here I am just like telling my mom all this and it's not normal for me to do this ever. Like I never tell my mom any of this stuff. Like I, I don't even let her see my back room cause I have like altars and like, I don't want her to freak out. So I, you know, I'm telling her this, we're standing in my kitchen. I'm just, I just literally start telling her everything. Like, yeah, I like called in my guides and I went in and I saw that you know, this family member had this like weird attachment on them. And I I called in the council of light and they assisted me in this uh, dark entity to remove it. And I, I just like was like gone. Like I was just like telling her everything that happened, like in this waking state vision where I went in for this um, interdimensional healing on this family member. And so everything I'm telling you right now, if you're a listener to this podcast, likely is pretty common for you. Like if you're probably like, yeah, yeah, like I'm about that like I know what you're talking about but for for a lot of people who aren't in this world it's kind of like what like come again like what did you just say to me but this is my normal life you know this is like who I am I've been this person since the time I was a kid but what I'm just want to say here is that I didn't think anything of it. It was just, I was in this weird state where I felt very comfortable. I was in my house and I just told her everything. Like I went in and I did these things and I could tell she was uncomfortable, you know, with like the fact of what I was saying, but she was just like, open you know she was just like hearing me and absorbing it and taking it in and all that and I was just like whoa like and so I when she left okay she there was just this moment though where I just like broke down crying because I well I was describing something that was quite terrible actually you know that happened in this waking state vision where I was doing this interdimensional healing on my family member and I had seen where unfortunately my family member had you know allowed themselves to accept this terrible entity into their life they given them uh, free will okay like you know how you have to give consent well apparently that had happened and this horrible entity had sort of trapped a piece of my family member and I had to go in and like you know call the council of light and re- and ask for justice basically and be like this isn't fair like to my family member and can this be removed because this person wasn't in their their right state of mind they were dealing with some psychosis during the time of this they had given consent and so it isn't right for them to have to you know have this like attachment on them it's like slowing them down in their life and not helping them to move forward and I was just like t- talking to the council light and talking to the angelic realm and just breaking it all down and and eventually this entity had to remove it was actually okay so now I'm really getting into it but it was actually like a concrete block like on my family members legs and this dark entity had to go in and remove it because it was like not 
not it, it was like it wasn't okay it was like universal law breaking universal law to even do this and so this dark entity didn't have conscious consent because the family member was in a state of psychosis when they had given it consent okay and so I'm telling my mom all of this stuff and I would normally speak like this to one of my sister friends who is like a priestess or which or whatever she goes by and I would just talk and they would know what I'm talking about and we would be going back and forth and it would be a regular conversation here I am in my fucking kitchen talking to my mom like this and I'm also thinking in the back of my mind like what are you doing like why are you talking like this like she is not from this world she is I could tell she's trying to understand me but also she's kind of like a little freaked out by it like okay and so literally I just start crying because I'm like two things were happening in my energy field at that time like one I was crying because it was like a terrible awareness that I had in this waking state vision and I was telling my mom about it which just brought up even more emotion but two I was crying because I was like holy shit I can feel my energy breaking free Right now, in this very moment, I could feel my energy breaking free from something. And I couldn't like put words to it. I didn't quite know was, what was happening in the moment. I just knew something was happening in my body and like in my energy field as I was talking to my mom. So I'm trying to like stand there and be like, tell her this story and while I'm processing all of these different things right the fact that I feel something like changing within me as I'm talking to her and telling her the story and also trying to process the story in and of itself as I'm explaining it to my mom so there's so much happening but here's where I'm trying the reason I'm telling you this is because my mom okay she just literally hugged me like out of nowhere and was like you've always had your gifts. Like, I know you've always had your gifts. It, it, and she just said that, right? It's very simple. I, you've always had your gifts. I know you've always had your gifts. And she just gave me this hug. And I was like, you know, and this is in the middle of me telling her this story. It was the like, what is happening? Like, I was like standing there, like I could tell that something was happening between me and my mom like in this conversation sorry and so like I was literally like what the fuck is happening right now but I was just like going with it because I'm like okay we're having a moment I don't really know what this means it wasn't intentional like I didn't set the intention to have this conversation with my mom we're just having this conversation and it's so like awesome, but it's like, what is happening? I could feel myself like free. Like it was so weird. I could feel my energy field just breaking free somehow. So then my mom leaves and I literally, no joke, spend the rest of the day just like sobbing. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Like I was just like bawling, like what? And I still was trying to like understand what happened. I was like, Oh my God, like what the fuck is happening? Like I still couldn't put it together. And it wasn't until, um, I started talking to my partner about it and I was just like, you know, some, I do have a defined spleen in human design. So sometimes it is better for me to, or sorry, um, a defined ego center, which 
I have a defined everything, ego center, a defined G. And like, sometimes I do am connected to this way about talking things out loud where it makes me make sense of things. Um, so I just was like talking it out with my partner and I, then it just hit me. I was like, Oh my God, I just came out to my mom as basically a mystic. Okay. An Oracle a priestess, a witch, whatever you want to call it. I literally just came out to my mom. Like, and it was just like the weirdest feeling. And okay. And this is why I want to tell you all this because of what happened since then. Since I had that conversation with my mom, I, I can't even tell you how magnetic I've been. I've been so extremely magnetic to everything that I'm trying to create in my life all of the abundance, all of the like, you know, big plans I have for my life, the like things I want to accomplish in my life. I've, I've been so juicy with creativity, ideas, the confidence to move forward with those ideas, no hesitation, things that would have triggered me before, like in certain situations professionally are not like, they're just like rolling off of me. Like they're no big deal. Like I have, I have so much love and compassion for people who are processing things right now and everything. It's just like, nothing is bothering me. I feel like a fucking rock star. And like, it's so weird because none of it, the whole entire conversation wasn't even intentional. It just happened. Like I just started talking to her. Like I would talk to any of my sister friends or any of the women who do this work. And just by me being myself, honest, without playing a role in something without trying to mask, you know, the truth or tell, you know, I could have told her that story and so many other variations that would have made it seem less quote unquote weird. You know, I could have told her that I had a dream that I did this, but no, I, I was in my waking state conscious when I set that altar and I went in and I did this, um, interdimensional healing. So this is what I'm talking about here is that, I just want to bring it to you all's awareness that it's so subtle. It's so minor. It seems minor to the fact that we do this work and like, this is just who we are and all of these things. But what I just want to say in the recognition that I received from this experience is that I realized that like, if there is any place at all in your life that you are that you are not truly being yourself in your life. You need to look at that immediately, immediately. If there is any place in your life where you see you're not being yourself, it's like not really who you are. It's like, all I can say is and just invite you to look at that. I'm not saying take action right away. You have to make it happen. Because again, this conversation with my mother was totally unintentional. It did. I didn't intend it just happened. So it's also like going with the flow because honestly, that timing, I don't know that it could have happened any other way. I am just so, I guess, comfortable with who I am. I'm at that place in my life where I'm so comfortable with who I am that it just was like happened very naturally to have this conversation and for it to unfold the way it did. And just, I mean, I want to acknowledge both 
sides of the party, which is like me showing up as who I am, but also the unconditional love of my mom to just be like, I know, like, I fucking know, like, you know, and it did kind of feel like, you know how you see in movies and maybe you've experienced it yourself, like somebody coming out as like gay or whatever, right? Or maybe you've experienced it yourself where I've had friends and family members tell me they're gay and they literally, it's like the biggest moment of their life, but it's like everything we all have always known about them. You know, it's just so like, not funny, not funny, not funny, you know, is like, they have this moment where they're like, okay, I'm about to tell you something. And then everybody in the family is like, yeah, duh, (laughs) you know, of course you're fucking gay. Like, it's like, it was like that. Okay. But it was very unintentional though. I didn't like know any of it was going to happen. It just, it just unraveled the way that it did. But what I really want to note here is that the energetic shift that took place in my life after that happened, palpable. Okay. It's like, whoa, like, holy shit. Like, just because I did this, just because I was myself and thank the goddess, like my mom, like totally just like gave me a hug and was cool. Even though I wasn't even aware of what I was doing at the same time, I kind of was all of it. It gave me such a deep healing, like on a soul level, I can't even tell you how free I felt after that. And it's just almost like so weird because it was like a burden that I didn't even realize I had on me. Like I actually didn't know that I was carrying this. Like there was some inkling, like some awareness that like, oh, can't talk about that in front of this person or I don't know how they, what they're going to think. But it, it really truly is such an energetic shift when you are able to show up as who you are. And that takes a lot of work, right? A lot of inner work, a lot of shadow work, a lot of feeling of just being authentically who you are in order to show up this way, to like actually have these casual conversations that lead to these energetic shifts. And maybe for you, it's not a casual conversation. Maybe it's very fucking planned. And you're like, I'm going to tell this person this day, these are my beliefs and they can actually like, like it or lump it, get out of my life if it doesn't suit you or whatever. But it's just so huge. Okay. Like to do this, to anchor into your authenticity in every area of your life as much as you can. Okay, even if you're scared, say I'm scared. If you're hurt, say I'm hurt. If you're a witch, say I'm a witch. If you're a shaman, say I'm a shaman. If you're an oracle or a priestess or a mystic, whatever, say that you're that. Be who you are. And the more authentic and natural you can be in that state, I, like I said, I can't even describe to you in in human words, the energetic shift that has lifted off of me as a physical person in this realm. Like I feel so free. It was a huge day for me. Huge. Like I still haven't even journaled about it because I'm still too emotional. I'm like, I don't feel like crying right now, so I can't journal. (laughs) Um, But I still wanted to bring this energy onto the show to just tell people that like, Where in your life are you hiding? Where in your life are you not speaking? Are you not expressing yourself? Whatever way that that feels like it's a burden to you. And I just encourage you, one sister to another, one 
or to another brother, whatever, whoever is listening to do it, to, you know, do the inner work, of course, go when it feels natural, make it intentional if that feels better for you. But where are you not showing up as your authentic self in your life? There is this energetic web that nobody told us about that when you allow yourself to show up as who the fuck you are is like clips that it frees it. It's like a ripple, okay, through the web. And it speaks to all the other parts of the web. And suddenly you're fucking like next level person. You're just like, whoa, like you do a fucking timeline shift. And you're like, wow, like, I just feel amazing. I feel like myself, I feel like a better version of myself, you know? So this was huge for me. Um, I, you know, wasn't sure what I would talk about today. But this was the topic on hand. And I just invite you to look at your life. Where aren't you showing up as the person that you know you are? What are your gifts in human design? What are the highest expression of those gifts in human design? What is your cross of incarnation in human design? Where are you designed to show up and be exceptional um, in this very specific way in your life? Anchor into that energy, know what it is, write it down write down affirmations, have the conversations and allow yourself to open up into this energy. And I just also want to apologize if it sound emotional on my end, it kind of was, and I, it is not my intention to make anybody feel sad. Okay. Like I am not that person. So please forgive the tears. They're happy tears. <laughs> They're free tears. They're like, thank the goddess. Like I'm fucking about to go fly around on my broom. Like, I don't know. That's so stereotypical and probably fucked up and not even the truth of who we are. But I just feel very happy and alive. And I wanted to share how much of an energetic shift this was on my life, including in my abundance energetics. It was so, so huge for me. So I invite you into this experience, free yourself in any area that doesn't feel aligned. And um, I will be back with another brand new episode very soon. Sending you all so much love. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at this is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God and so are you.